It's been a year and now we're older We've learned a lot from our lovely listeners Thanks for tuning in today Even if you don't stay Let's have a hard conversation On Gender's Welcome to Gender Z. I'm Bren Bartol. And I'm Michelle Leong. And today we're going to talk about queer baiting. Every queer person's favorite topic. Um, so to start us off, I'm going to give you my definition of queer baiting. To me, queer baiting is when TV shows or books, really any kind of media, uh, creates this chemistry between two same-sex characters or or takes this or insinuates that uh, a person is trans or whatever Um, but then despite all that chemistry that they've built up uh, turns them you know into straight characters who are married Um, you know it's 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 false hope Um, and according to this definition by Wikipedia Queer baiting is a marketing technique for fiction and entertainment in which creators hint at, but then do not actually depict same-sex romance or other LGBT representation. They do so to attract, parentheses, bait, a queer or straight ally audience with the suggestion of relationships or characters that appeal to them, while at the same time attempting to avoid alienating other consumers. I don't care if you're alienating other consumers. I want representation. Give me my representation. Also, I like your definition a lot better than Wikipedia because I also searched this up um, and your definition just made more sense. <laughs> That's good. Yes, guys, listen to Bren, not Wikipedia. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a well, you are. source. You know what you're talking about and Wikipedia doesn't. So... But, um, yeah, there's a lot of queer baiting. Like, when you first talked to me about it, um, I, like, was struggling to, like, think of, like, examples and stuff. But after a while, I was like, oh my gosh, I see it in so many things. So many movies, so Mm -hmm. many music videos, and even books and all that stuff, too. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's really frustrating because you build up all this hope and excitement of, oh, I'm, I'm, fi- I'm going to get my to see myself represented. I get to see a part of me in this story. I get to see a successful romance um, representing people like me and the people I love. And then it's like, no, we're just doing this. So it's 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 really frustrating because it just feels like almost like a joke. What, um, what specific, like, movie or, um, some sort of, just any, like, movie or book or something that comes to mind when, um, that has, like, queer baiting? Um, immediately I think of Sherlock, the, uh, the, um, the series with Benedict Cumberbatch and... Martin Freeman. Um, I think of Good Omens um, with uh, Aziraphale, however you say the angel's name, and Crowley. 
Um, I think of Voltron, uh, the new one. I haven't seen the old one. Um, yeah, I th- there's there's just so many, so many. They don't. It's with newer media. It's not as common, but with older media, it definitely is. Um, or like YouTube thumbnails. Like people will put YouTube thumbnails of like two guys kissing and then there's nothing in the video about it. Oh my gosh, don't even get me started on YouTube thumbnails. I swear all of them the whole purpose of a thumbnail is to obviously get people to watch the video. There's everything wrong with dumb thumbnails. Honestly, even if it's <laughs> yeah, just everything is wrong about like every thumbnail I've seen on like a popular YouTube video. It is horrible. Um but yeah, the f- I think the first one I thought of um, was Luca, the movie Luca. Oh, I haven't seen that. I want to see it, but I basically, I think I know you're So I haven't it. actually watched it. I've seen the trailer. My cousin has seen it, and my siblings have seen it. Um, but they were telling me that, like, the whole movie itself, like, you know, it's, it's a Disney movie and all that stuff. But Disney has not done a great job. Um whatsoever <laughs> no you love I, I love it how it, like every couple years there's an article about like disney's first gay character <laughs> so which is it yeah pretty much and my cousin was like okay this character seems gay and like there's this relationship between like luca and this other character i don't remember that person's name it's alberto alberto yeah, I think that sounds right, Alberto. And they have this, like, really passionate relationship and all that stuff. And everyone's like, oh, my God, I ship and all that stuff. And then this other character comes in from, like, nowhere. Yeah. And there's something with, like, the actual storyline, too, mm-hmm. where I think Luca's parents send him somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I t- yeah. Like, it's mm. not... It's not that hard, guys. It's not... Like, what? Like, you're not gonna corrupt the children. I've been watching straight couples my entire childhood. And look how I turned out. I'm (laughs) gay as a flower. That makes no sense. (laughs) I'm gay as a flower? What? That sounds great. That That sounds great. Why did that just sprout from my mind? It's okay, you know. That sounds good. Original. But, um... Yeah, I don't understand, like, the actual... Like, the storyline, okay, I get it. But... Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, they have this passionate relationship. And then someone from the, in the middle of nowhere just comes in. And his parents send him to, like go out and like leave or like i don't know i don't i don't know but i think that i'd rather just have no representation rather than fake representation you know like i just i'd rather and i know that some people will be like oh it's platonic why can't they have platonic male relationships there are so many examples of platonic male relationships in literally everything. 
And guess what? The ones that they're depicting in movies are not platonic. Like, the way they're depicting it, or, like, the way they're showing their relationship does not look platonic. Yeah, it's just... it's Or then, like, when there's, like, a gay couple, but then they kill the gay couple off. I'm like, what? No! No! That's stupid. Stupid! Yeah, I have, I literally have resentment towards, like, authors who kill off, like, my favorite characters and mm-hmm. stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. I like, the same thing in the movies, all that stuff. When they kill off, like, that one character, you're like, I relate to this person mm-hmm. and all that stuff. When you kill off the token representation in, in the film, mm, what a choice and what not a good one. <laughs> Um, but, like, back to, like, queer baiting itself, um, also, there was this other thing, like, a while ago with Billie Eilish. Yeah. With, um, what's the video called? I think it's, like, Lost Cause or something. Yeah, it's one and, of the videos. And there's just, like, a lot of, like, um, what was it? It's, like, a lot of girls in the, uh, music video, and... People were like calling Billie Eilish out mm-hmm. for like queer baiting because they're like, oh, these you know girls clearly have like some sort of romantic relationship or something towards each other, but um, it's just you know in the video yeah. like that. Um, but the way she responded also does not make me think that she's straight. That's what a lot of, see, that's where, like, the controversy is, because some people were like, you know what, I think she's not getting, like, actually attacked because people don't think she's actually straight, Um, because if she were straight, then that would be a completely, like, different turn, Um, she would, like, actually get attacked and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, wishy-washy on both sides. And the thing is, too, I think it's so interesting how, like, when Billy was a minor and underage, you know, her style was a lot more baggy clothing and stuff. And people would be like, I want to see your body. And now that she's not a minor anymore and she's an adult and she's, you know, wearing stuff that's less baggy and and not necessarily more revealing, but it's like actually shows the shape of her body. Because like like with her baggy clothes, like she looked good. Don't get me wrong. She looked fashionable and great. But like she looked like a box because like that's how baggy the clothes were. And that was the point. Um, and now they're like, they're like, cover up. You're showing too much gain. I'm like, wow. Wow. You know what? That's what I hate about the internet. <laughs> they tell you one thing. They tell you one thing and then you do it. And then they're like not satisfied. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, do this. Do the opposite, which is what you were doing. You just can't initially. win. You just can't win. See, I guess with queer writing though, something that I do enjoy is when they make a character gay or or trans you know i always i always want more storyline with with gay or trans people because i love representation and i love my community um but i do enjoy it when there's like a character who is gay or trans and it's not a big deal like we absolutely need those coming out stories but a lot i feel like a lot a lot a lot a lot of media surrounding gay and trans people is that coming out journey. And I just want to see them living their best life. Like, um, 
in an anime called Gurren Lagann, which, don't get me wrong, it isn't perfect. Like, one of the main female leads wears such a revealing outfit with this tiny little bikini <laughs> huge boobs and a tiny waist because apparently anime is just drawn by horny men. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, I was like, somebody, I remember the other day I was scrolling through Instagram and like something about her came up and I was like, oh yeah, she's cool. She's a cool character, at least. Um, she's like, besides her character design, she's really kick butt and she's really cool. Um, but besides that, um, and the comments were like, oh yeah, she's 14. I'm like, she's 14? She looks like she's 21. Um... She looks like she can go to the strip club. Exactly. Yeah. Like, anyway, um, but they have a character whose name I'm suddenly blanking on. But, like, Gurren Lagann's, like, sci-fi. Um, and it's about, like, this desolate earth and giant robots fighting. And then, like, after liberation, there's more problems. All the good stuff. Um, <laughs> and there's one character who's, like, the gadgets person. And, like, just throughout the entire, entire, he's, the character's definitely queer-coded, um, because they make a lot of, like, innuendos about being attracted to men, and the person is not necessarily more masculine, but I would assume they were AMAB, um, but the entire series, they're called, they're referred to as they, and, like, nobody ever questions it or brings it up like it just it's they're they're their pronouns are they and i'm like yes when i watched that when i saw somebody refer to them for the first time i'm like wait go back go back was that what did you just say what i think you said <laughs> is this representation and you know what i actually do like the ones where they have like a storyline with mm -hmm. um people living their best mm -hmm. life Instead of, like, coming out, like, and, like, the fears and, like, all that stuff. Like, yay, that's, like, yes, that's part of it. Um, but living the best mm -hmm. life. Like, they always stop I, at the end of that coming out journey. I'm like, no. Give me yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, literally, I cannot, like, right now on the top of my head, I cannot think of a movie, like, or a show or whatever, um, with, like, a character who's just, like, chill with just, like, being gay, like... I'm talking about, like, a serious movie, you know, not, like, a joke. Yeah. Not just, like, not one of those, like, comedies where there's, like, that one, like, gay character yeah. and all that stuff. No. But, like, with, like, the main character as, like, someone who's just living their life. Yeah, the only one I can really think of off the top of my head is Pose. And I've mentioned Pose before, and I will mention it a million times more because I love it so much. I love that show. I think it's a fantastic show. It's fantastic. I love it. Um... But at the same, and it surrounds um, this like family of young trans and gay people of color, um, and like they're living their best life and they're having successes and all the great stuff. But I will say, you know, there is some. <laughs> it's it's also uh, in the middle, not in the middle, yeah, in the middle of um, the AIDS epidemic. So, like, sometimes you're like, yes, success. And other times you're like, oh, this is not their best life at all. So, but yeah, I love that show. Oh, my God, I love that show so much. 
and like I yeah I feel like I should watch that but I think it's on Netflix at least the first two seasons okay. are. yeah I know the la- the final season came out um over quarantine so my mom and I watched it together because my mom really likes it too um but yeah I I've said this before and I said I'll say it again I think if I met any of the cast to pose I I just I I would die Right there on the spot. Like, my, I life, my life would be fulfilled. <laughs> I, and my body would be like, yeah, that's it. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just like a lot of um, shows. Um, I can't remember what the one I'm thinking about is called right now. <laughs> What's but, it about? Um, well, there's this like, guy, uh, the main character's brother, who's gay. And there's like a big part in the story where like he's trying to tell like their parents and stuff and clearly he's kind of scared because like you know his parents he doesn't know what his parents think and all that stuff but i'm like why can't he just be gay and enjoy his life why is like why does that why why like yes i had i love that he's like getting over it and telling his parents like i love that Mm -hmm. but why is it (laughs) why is it showing just that part (laughs) yeah and a little spoiler for eternals I haven't seen the movie as of this recording. I only know this because I follow people who live in other countries and this movie has been banned for one reason. Like, I follow an activist named uh, Matthew Blaze, who, uh, who's a non-binary and gay activist in Nigeria. Very cool person. Um, but Eternals has been banned in Nigeria because one of the main characters is gay. And married. And there's a gay kiss. And I'm like, I'm so... I'm like, I'm sad that it got banned. Because people are just... People are poo-poo heads. But I'm also really excited to see the movie. Because I'm so excited to see that. To see that. I'm trying so hard not to spoil right now. Because I watched it. (laughs) Not tell me anything. (laughs) I won't. I won't. But I'm just going to say... The gay kiss was my favorite kiss Aww. of the entire movie. Yeah, I, I know there's good representation because there's, there's there's people of color in it. There's a deaf person in it. There's a gay character in it. All the good stuff. Okay, and I was about to say the gay person is living his best yes. life. But maybe not in that sense because he's fighting. No. But other than that, he's there's no like oh i'm like gonna come out and like no, oh, no it's not like that it's just, he's living the life isn't he like married I'm not gonna, yeah. yeah he's like i'm not i'm gonna shut up right now because i'm gonna start saying yeah, stuff like, he's like he's married <laughs> so like he doesn't have to come out he's i think he's married with a child too yes okay okay so you, okay i was gonna say that i was gonna say he has a kid and like all that stuff yeah. but yeah so like friend don't make me spoil okay this. that's it that's it that's all i'm talking about <laughs> oh but i'm so excited too because um and this will tell you about when we recorded this. Um, my family doesn't feel comfortable going to a movie theater. But Shang-Chi came out on Disney Plus this weekend. And we're so excited to watch it. I also watched that. <laughs> I don't know how. But we have avoided spoilers. We have avoided a lot of spoilers for Shang-Chi. Is it Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how we've avoided so many spoilers. Because there's so many... I don't even know the spoilers. I just know that the movies... It's a, it's a Marvel film. It's a, it's like two and a half hours, I bet. So the fact that we've avoided two and a half hours worth of spoilers is impressive. <laughs> and I'm also going to keep my mouth shut. 
because I've watched watching it. it okay, I'm like, we gotta talk after. I'm like, after you watch all these movies, I'm like, we gotta like just yeah. It, yeah. it has Aquafina in it, and I love Aquafina so much. Oh my God, yeah, <laughs> She's so funny. I remember watching Jumanji, um, uh, the second one. I loved her so much. It was so funny. It was especially funny when she like switched to be the grandpa. And, and, oh my god, that was so funny. And she had the perfect voice for it. <laughs> She's so cool. Okay, I'm like, I won't spoil anything. It is good, though. It is... Mm. Yes, I'm like, Marvel so did us good. Yes, Marvel's doing us well. I'm sorry, Marvel is just better than Disney. So... <laughs> you know that Disney owns Marvel, right? <laughs> no, but, like, Marvel, like, the people in Marvel. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm like, they're very different from the people who like produce and direct movies in Disney. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, see this is this is the stuff we wanna see. We wanna see representation. We don't want to see the fake representation. Just give a, it's not hard. <laughs> Eternals. I would say Eternals out of all of the Marvel movies I've seen has probably done the best job like in my opinion with yeah, representation with all ways like race gender everything sexuality everything literally eternals does it it does it yeah. so much better than a lot of other marvel movies i've seen it's probably the best oh, yeah. one it's definitely the most diverse movie yes cast wise yeah because um yeah yeah and it's absolutely yeah. like chill it's not like oh someone's coming out or like someone's doing this and like yeah. it's like so yeah i love that i love it i love it all <laughs> see being represented it's not okay it's not that hard it's not that hard it's not that hard no yeah and guys you can make money you know from not yes. doing from not fake representation from not doing like, fake representing <laughs> Like, you think you're making money with the fake representation? When you have actual representation, you will make so much money from the community you're representing. You will make so much money. Like, wow, it's so ironic. I'm like, you guys, you can do real things and still make money. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why you shouldn't queerbait or do fake representation for literally anyone else. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. Okay, so I know we've talked, like, a lot about, like, music videos and movies. Um, but, like, there's, like, K-pop. And there's been a lot of queer baiting. And, like, a lot of just other, like, cultural appropriation, queer baiting. A, to- a ton of just not okay things in their music videos. Like, don't get me wrong, you know. Some of the K-pop is, like, great music. You know, it's, like wow i've never heard anything like this interesting i i don't really follow k-pop so i didn't know that (laughs) k-pop what are you doing i know i was actually really disappointed when uh, my cousin shared this video with me um and it was a very popular song um but like i never watched the video i just like listened to the song and once I saw the video, I was like, oh, no. Like, mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and then there's a lot of, like, backlash um, on it. Yeah, interesting. Because 
at least I don't have facts to back this up, but my impression is that uh, Asian countries in general can not be the most accepting of LGBT people. Yeah, that's a hundred percent facts. Cool. <laughs> It's like, not good, but yes, that's true. Yeah, like I was just because like there's a lot of countries in Asia, but that kind of seems to be a theme. <laughs> it's a hundred percent a theme. Yeah, I think that they weren't. Again, uh, in our other episode, we talked about intent and impact. Um, obviously, I don't think their intent was to, you know, attack anyone really, but it's not okay. Um, whatsoever it's pretty bad like I just immediately saw that like once my cousin shared the video I just immediately caught on and I was like oh no yeah this is not okay mm-hmm. yep yeah so yeah. they've received a lot of backlash from their fans which I'm kind of glad in a way just so they know that it's this is not okay you know um but yeah it's a there's a lot of like videos that have that I think it's because like k-pop has a lot of uh like dancing and stuff and then mm-hmm. again you know art is kind of just up to interpretation but th- but at the same time you know there's a limit um yeah it's yeah and i bet that there's at least one k-pop star that's gay they're just probably not allowed to tell people that's just a guess but I think it's a pretty accurate one. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like at least one gay like K-pop there's star. There's gotta be one. There's gotta be one. <laughs> yeah. I would be shocked. Shocked, I tell you. If there wasn't. I'm pretty sure there is like one that actually came out. I don't remember who it was. Because I'm not like... Okay, like it may- what I'm saying now makes me sound like I listen to a lot of K-pop. I don't, um, and the reason I don't listen to it as much, I think, is because I don't understand what they're saying. And for me, that for me, that's like really hard to kind of connect with. For other people, maybe they like that because some people enjoy music that they don't know, <laughs> like what the lyrics or whatever means. But yeah, I've uh, listened to some. I think it's not the the language or anything. It's just I I don't know. I like they're catchy. But they're just, nah, I, I just don't click with them. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I don't, like, listen to a ton. But, um, yeah, it just, in a lot of videos, there's a lot of queer baiting. Um, like, especially if you just go watch one, like, just immediate, per- like, just immediately watch one. Just any anyone out there, I feel like anyone would notice. It's that bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's that bad in some of those videos. You're like, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And on that note, (laughs) let's move into our fun fact of the day. So Michelle, please take us away. All right. So our fun fact of the day. Approximately one million children in the U.S. are being raised by same-sex couples. And that That is is awesome. awesome. I think it's going to be funny when I'm a parent because it's like same-sex couples. I'm going to be the mother and the father because I have bad dad jokes. 
and control issues. But you're also like, <laughs> you're like, I have bad dad jokes. But at the same time, what was I going to say? Do your homework. <laughs> Get your chores done. <laughs> and for the thoughts we got of today, Omicron is a new variant in the U.S., it is very important that you get vaccinated and if you are able to, to get your booster and to wear your mask and follow mask mandates and rules and vaccine rules, all that stuff, so that we can hopefully finally start getting back to normal and people can stop dying. So, just so you know, Omicron's here. It's expected to be come possibly the dominant strand of COVID in the U.S., so let's just uh, keep keeping each other safe. Be safe. Be kind. Get vaccinated, please. Yes. For you, for the people around you, so everyone can be safe. Surround yourself with your friends and your family. People you love. And remember, the tiny space potato believes in you. Find us on Instagram at gen.dir.z. Please reach out if you have any inquiries. Today's episode was brought to you by Bren Bartal and Michelle Leong. Thank you for listening to Gender Z, and we hope you tune in next time.